Okay. Hello. I know, right? The little now recording voice. The audience didn't hear it, but but we both heard it. My guests are always tickled by it. So welcome, welcome to another episode of When a Guy Has a Really Fucked Gender. As always, I'm your host, Jolene, and I'm bringing you today the first episode in what I'm hoping will be a block, um, not of consecutive episodes, I've kind of given up on that idea, but I'm going to kind of weave through some like running themes and maybe eventually have like round tables with some of the guests from past episodes on particular topics. This is the first episode I'm recording, I don't know when I'm releasing it, of our block on druggies. Um, and I have with me here today, Nina. Nina, would you like to say hello? Hi. Um, yes, and Nina is here to talk to us today yeah. about, um, I guess, acid and research chemicals, sort of like, I guess, the sort of psychedelic psychedelics type stuff, if that's correct. Yeah, yeah. There, w- there was a pretty, like wide variety of drugs that I did pretty heavily like while I was figuring out my gender situation but psychedelics and research chemicals were probably like what I was most like heavily into yeah Yeah, and I'm really interested for this conversation because I um hate (laughs) acid and research chemicals every time I've done them I've just kind of been like I shouldn't say hate I've had some (laughs) all right experiences on them i've had some like fun experiences on them but more often than not i kind of just like lose my damn mind and start just like having a really really bad time um i did also accidentally almost kill myself once um not like in like a suicidal way in like a i took something to get high that also had poison in it and was like horribly sick for a few days um yeah hawaiian baby wood rose um there's ways to do it safely oh yeah yeah i did not yeah i just like tried eating the seeds and it went really Uh, bad yeah um yeah i tried that once and had a horrible time (laughs) well i very uncomfortable body feelings Yeah, well, I did a, I did a, I did like a water extraction previously, where you just like crush them up and soak them in water for a while, and then you drink the water. Um, and that went like really, really well. It was just like a really nice, like light acid trip, and I was like, okay, this is awesome. I'm just going to eat the seeds, um, and see what'll happen. And the answer is, um, I don't know. I think the seeds have like cyanide or something in them. I am like. <laughs> I am kind of surprised oh, I did not yeah. die. They put like a pesticide on them. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. It was bad. It was Yeah, it the was, time it I did bad. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I ground them up and oh. made a tea and then I was I was in high school and I spent like night in my room just trying to shut out all sensory stimulus and it was still just way oh. too much. <laughs> interesting not not enjoyable so, yeah <laughs> so, so your your interest in sort of psychedelic psychedelics um goes back to high school i think that's 
that's probably not um, super uncommon. I feel like a lot of high school, I was when I was in high school, a lot of my friends were doing that. Um, I didn't personally join the psychedelics until later, but I, I was like smoking weed and, and doing other drugs in high school. Was that, I guess, how did, how did you kind of come to that? I'm curious. Well, okay. I feel like the place to start is like me being 13 years old and, and writing a trip report on Arrowhead because I really wanted <laughs> to, to try a bunch of different drugs. Basically, as soon as I knew what they did, I wanted to try them. <laughs> so yeah, I was I was like a preteen. I was in middle school. I was going on like the shroomery forums and shit like that. I wanted. I had wait. Like I'm a, curious. What was the like what, what drug interest. was the what drug was the fake report I, for? Mushrooms, I think. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Continue. So you... in recent years years <laughs> i haven't been able to find it they might have gotten hip to the fact it was written by a, a girl who is pretending <laughs> pretending to have done mushrooms <laughs> yeah i mean i had read a number of other trip reports so it was like somewhat believable at least i thought so <laughs> yeah i haven't been able to find it <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you, actually, you you sort of you just became interested in this stuff when you learned about it. Did you like learn about it like in yeah. class and then you were like, oh, I'm gonna go home and Google it, or like was it like I don't know, like a friend's older brother or older sister or something or or what? Yeah, it was a lot of both things, like around. Uh, you know, the beginning of middle school, we had dare class in fifth grade, and I like I I came away from that thinking that drugs just hurt you, and then like and then I had like said that to people, and they were like, no, that's not it at all. <laughs> like I think even my parents were like, well, you should know what they do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's what they do. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> interesting and so then you 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 start experimenting when you're in high school or do you did you manage to get your hands on anything when you were in middle school or uh, uh i think great i maybe did not really it, it took till high school for me to, to yeah manage to get into it for um and yeah i had met uh somebody one of the that would go on it was Shuri, I think, who was like going to college near me and would sell me acid and like sometimes invite me to these and shit that. And that that was uh, uh, yeah how I how I started getting into it in high school. Yeah. So, okay. So you. That's that's interesting. That's sort of. What was this? I don't know. Like, what, what was this person like? What was they? Um. Well, what, she what was. They... Yeah. Uh. She. I thought she was just impossibly cool. Uh. She was like. Uh. 
know, uh, I had a big crush on her, of course. Uh, she was, like, in a bed and stuff. Like, there, there was always, like, people coming and going from her house and, and all that sort of thing. But But she had the same kind of, like, yeah, special interest fixation on drugs and knowing about them and, like, like at one point, I don't know any, I don't anymore, but I knew what, like, the different molecules looked like and, like, which drugs were a precursor of which other drugs and all that. And and she was like that, too. Okay. And, okay, that's, that's cool. What was, I guess I'm curious because we're also, right, this is also a podcast about gender transition and, um, or transition generally. Um, I guess I'm curious, like, how is, like, I don't know, how are, how are you thinking about gender through all this? Are you thinking about your own sort of existence? Are you just sort of like, I don't know, what what? how are you feeling? Um, well, I definitely didn't have any, like, conscious thought out, like, maybe I'm trans or anything. But I had long hair, and I, sorry, I looked really androgynous, and I would sometimes get, uh, she heard, heard like up till the age of like 15 or something uh, uh and i like i i knew it was shameful when it happened didn't like take steps to make it stop you know uh, uh okay. and i i don't know i just generally felt like like there was i had there was some shit i was missing out on you know like i had some sort of a I was I was very bored with my life and my existence, and I thought that I don't know, like I I, I wasn't very uh, connected to to my daily life or or any of that, uh, and and so I I that was that was a big part of the interest for me is that that I was kind of bored all the time. It gave you something to do. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah no i mean that like that makes a lot of sense like i sort of understand that like i don't know thinking back to um thinking back to um like yeah who you know who i was in high school and how i lived in high school i, I can sort of understand um i can sort of understand one feeling that way um and Oh yeah. Okay. Well, even later on, uh, something <laughs> I didn't think I'd be like admitting things like this in the first five minutes or or where we're at now. But uh, <laughs> something that really resonated when I was uh, making my decision to transition, which I did like twenty three something like that, uh, was the Andrea Long Chu piece uh, on liking women, where and specifically the line about like. How, you know, it's being a, a man is, like, tolerable, but it's really stupid and boring. Like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> okay. And so, I, I guess maybe, well, so do you still do drugs? I mean, I assume not in, like, the same way that you did um, when you were younger, but, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. I mostly, like, sometimes... Sometimes I'll like do something between like uh, a macro dose and a macro dose of acid, and just be like a little acidy all day when I don't have much to do. That's about the extent okay. of it, though. 
I still smoke weed also. Yeah, I mean, smoking weed is but kind like, of... Like... <laughs> but, like, to take, like, a few tabs and just be, like, incubated for a whole day is, like, I don't know. That's I, I lose it in it after a couple hours at this point. Yeah, I feel that. When you were, I mean, that's how I've always felt about acid, except it doesn't even take me a couple taps. It takes me, like, one tap to get there. Were you... Were you, though, at, like, a time able to, like, do that and enjoy it, like, the entire way through? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and I, I was very, like, from the beginning, I kept a really even keel when I did acid. Like, I would get, uh, the way I would get in trouble for it, I would uh, overestimate how much my friends could handle. And so they'd freak the fuck out, and I'd, like, you know, <laughs> be taking care of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh no, it's fine. You can take more than that, you know. And it took me a while to learn my lesson on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. So when when do you like i guess so you you meet this person um who's like a college student that has a sort of similar special interest when you're in high school right yeah yeah okay and so you start sort of like being kind of like a part of this this world as a high schooler yeah uh sort of i mean uh i mostly did drugs with with like my other friends in high school, like sometimes I do, but like okay. I don't know that that didn't hang, hang out with her didn't really like overlap with the rest of my social world very much. Uh, okay. And actually, like like seeking out drugs as hard as I did, like uh, through high school and middle school. Like one gender thing about it is that it put me usually in very like homosocial male circles. Which, yeah, which that was makes not a lot always of great for me. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was that was that was actually something I had a, like a sort of weird thought about the other day. Um, because, well, I I don't want to talk too much for about this on air for reasons. Um, well, I no, I guess I it's, I I do want to be like forthcoming about my own like um, history of drug use and sort of like. Um, the first drugs I like used recreationally, um, semi-recreationally, I was also kind of using them to self-medicate for chronic pain, were uh, opiates. And um, I did sort of make a conscious decision to stop that um, within a few months of starting to use them. Um, but I sort of like remember kind of towards the end, like when I was kind of struggling with that decision, having like instances where I was like, oh, I could go deeper into this. I could get deeper into this. And the figures that were right. offering that to me were always like older men. And at the time I was like, I was faggy, but I wasn't particularly like androgynous. I didn't, I never got mistaken for a girl or anything like that. And you wouldn't have, but um, I was often sort of read like as a failed, failed man or whatever, what have you. And um I mean, I assume that those situations would have been different if I had been more androgynous. But I think 
I mean, I was aware of my sort of like, you know, uh, attraction to men. And I think that was something that I, in retrospect, it's, it's, yeah, I, I sort of, <laughs> it's interesting, this sort of, um, like, I, I feel like no one really talks about, no one talks about, um, there aren't enough women drug dealers. <laughs> it's true. I feel very lucky <laughs> to have had the, yeah, the high school experience of buying drugs. Did. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, the sort of like the homosociality, of, or like, or the sort of yeah. Sorry, go go on. Uh, uh I your was going to be more interesting. But even in high school, I did uh, start to get a little bit into buying research chemicals on the internet because this would okay. be back in like like 2011, 2012, like when they were most still scheduled so you could do it with like like you probably wouldn't want to use like a credit card or whatever but you buy like a preloaded debit card and and buy them on the internet yeah yeah okay but back to the homosociality <laughs> yeah i mean no it's just like it's i don't know it's like a sort of interesting phenomenon it's it's not one i've ever really seen like articulated um at least not like in like the sort of like contemporary idiom i don't know like i'm thinking about like um oh what is the is it william burroughs yeah william burroughs uh that book queer um that's all about like doing like heroin and having gay sex (laughs) (laughs) Um, i haven't read it yeah, it's I don't know. You don't really need to. It's just kind of him talking about doing that a lot. Um and the adventures that I get. Uh, yeah, I into. had my uh but, I had my my like beat era and like uh I I was very into reading like Hunter Thompson and shit like uh yeah, around the age oh, of okay. 14, 15. Yeah, yeah, that 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 sort of but, that yeah, sort I mean, of between the, the the drug use. Yeah. yeah yeah, I'm between the wanting to have long hair and wanting to do drugs, I was like, okay, I I think I've figured out like like what's going on yeah. here. I must be like some sort of like hippie, like one of those beautiful rocker boys. <laughs> yeah, we've talked a lot about beautiful rocker boys for the past couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's but... yeah, they were. I definitely had like a a big. Uh, I had a Led Zeppelin post. In my in my room growing, where, where you, you see all their decks really well, it was like a formative thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh my god, that's so good. But so, what do you what do you sort of? I guess so. You, you said that you sort of like made the decision to transition at around like twenty three, and it's that yeah. that, that Andrea Long yeah. quote, that Andrea Long Chu quote that you pick out is is interesting, and that's. One of the interesting sort of parts from like on liking women and the sort of I guess like the riff on Solanus that's going on in that essay where it's like you know right like the the great crime of the patriarchy is that life is boring um, for Solanus. <laughs> yeah, well, right? I mean, I don't feel that way anymore. Like I'm I'm a little embarrassed that right. it played like like such a pivotal role for me, but. Uh... But, yeah, yeah but 
but it's I don't know it's it's a sort of interesting um way of existing it's a kind of interesting problem the sort of like I don't know ennui of of life the sort of um particularly like the sort of like I don't know like when you're a high schooler and I don't really like know why it's like there's like a lot going on like when I was in high school at least I remember there's like a lot going on I mean a lot of it also like sucks you're kind of stuck around people you don't necessarily like for you know eight hours a day and you're told to do all this stuff that's not fun you don't have a lot of control over your life yeah I guess maybe that's sort of like it, it makes sense it'd be boring but it's like um It makes sense it'd be boring, you know, um, and it was boring, but it's, yeah, I guess, so I so, so you go like, off to, nope. or sorry, go ahead, what were you going to say? No, that, I, I was going to say, like, in colleges where, it was where I started using drugs and like a in a in a much more heavy sort of way so were you gonna ask something yeah, about that that was exactly what i was going to ask was to confirm that that's what happened and then i guess kind of ask you about how that went um how did that how exactly did that go like what exactly happened right um so i it got placed in an all-male dorm my freshman year and i ended up like i found on the drug people like pretty quick and like so yeah that aspect of it wasn't great but i probably would have been hanging out with the same set of people like i probably would have come to that dorm from whatever other place like uh for the drug reasons and they like were all uh into the uh, the research chemicals and shit too and we it, there were by sophomore year there were there were ten of us living in us together, and we had a collective drug dealing operation that was somewhat weed. That was mostly for us. Mostly we like <laughs> made money to. I mean, we had our rent covered and shit because it was college and you know meal plans. So we didn't need a lot of money, but we made our money by like selling psychedelics and research chemicals to to like the rest of campus and like we'd like lie to our parents and say we had jobs and shit so there was like like very large quantities coming coming in through uh the the campus like mail room from the silk road because this is like 2013 something like that okay so at this point through the, it's like, through, the, through the campus mail room that rolls yeah we're getting like sheets of acid. Uh, we're trying to. Do you know uh, who Sasha Shogun is? Yeah. 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 Um, we that's we the, definitely the, had. Uh, what, what is it? The the Fical or Pical? Yeah, I I call them tickle and pickle, but that's probably a better <laughs> way of pronouncing them. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's uh, she means. <laughs> I have known and loved, and, and phenethylamines and have known. And known and loved. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so uh, we had like PDFs of this, and we'd be, you know, he. It's this book where he's like encyclopedically like lists uh, a whole bunch of 
uh, drugs in certain classes that he liked that he synthesized for the first time uh, in history and then tried at various doses and like gave instructions for how to make up in a trip report and all that. And so we weren't synthesizing anything like that, but we would search out uh, on, on the Silk Road because it was still Silk Road at that time. Right. And and specifically, uh, one that I got uh, really into around then is um, sorry is MXE, which is okay. very very chemine, but it was unscheduled in Europe at the time, and there were some factories there that were just mass producing it, so you could get it deep. And so we made like a like a drug market for 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 MXE on uh, on our campus. <laughs> okay, interesting. That's actually really in- so. So, is it experientially similar to um, to ketamine? Experientially yeah, similar I, uh, to ketamine? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't really point out a difference at this point. Maybe when I was like uh, more attuned to find differences between <laughs> drugs, I might have come uh, something. Ketamine's the molly, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Okay. That's that's so interesting. Ketamine but, is yeah. a drug that um, I have a lot of interest in. Um, when I was in undergrad, I used to hang out. I, I had this partner, and I would go out with them and their friends, and their friends were really into ketamine and I knew this, but for some reason, whenever I saw them like chopping up lines of a white powder on the sink, I'd be like, Oh, that's cocaine. And then I'd take it. And then I'd be like, wait a second. (laughs) This doesn't feel like cocaine, but they were like, I I only realized like very recently, um, they were ripping like massive lines of ketamine. Like they were all putting themselves in K holes, like to like, be at like parties and like hang out with people and i'm like i would do this and have a terrible time and i would just be like wow guess i don't like ketamine um <laughs> and it's like no i just don't like yeah tabling. we we <laughs> definitely we definitely wouldn't like go out to parties or anything and do it like we had uh, between 10 of us we had a very like a very insular situation like we mostly just talked to each other uh and would like stay okay. at- in the house it got there were some like like uh fucked up vibes in that house like after a while um, yeah how, like, how so <laughs> um well like in a lot well okay for one thing like some, some of these people were like 4chan nerds and and there's a, a couple of them that i like don't check up on now on purpose because they might be like like fascist adjacent. I don't think any of them are like in in an organization or anything. But like, I don't know. Like, they're kind of personally. They okay. Yeah, that's like a sort of that's yeah. a weird. That's a very weird sort of like cross section. I feel like it kind of comes from the homosociality, or is maybe like connected with the homosociality of these sorts of like drug environments where, um, I feel like a lot of these like. I feel like a lot of these sorts of there there there's a it attracts like a wide variety of sort of like political impulses. Um I think because in a lot of ways I was very apolitical in college. At this time uh, at, in this so, era, I mean, okay. 
Yeah, because like as as I'm sure you know, but but some of our listeners may not. Like I'm I'm very politically committed at this point in my life, and that's that's a lot of what I do. So. Yeah, yeah, Nina. But is, not um, then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll talk maybe about how that sort of comes to be the case, but. You guys are all sort of like so you're you're selling you're 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 both sort of like participating in the world insofar as you're like churning drugs out for other people, but you're not really sort of like you're not like friends with other people or you're sort of very kind of like inward turned in this house right um, yeah, I think was there ever it, was there was me. there ever any like homosexuality in this house <laughs> No, there wasn't. Definitely not. I mean, there was the normal, like, there was, there was sexual aggression directed at each other, but never like, acknowledged. Right. Was there any kind of sexuality yeah. in the house? Like, did people have like girlfriends that they brought over, or, or something? Right. That's about what I was what I was gonna get into. At least uh, at the beginning, like, no. Like, that's part of I like. Thinking about it retroactively, I think that's like part of the appeal for me was like a retreat from like the sexual cultures of like undergrad life, you know, is that there was, yeah, uh, it's another yeah, option. I, I was for very a kind much, it's like a kind of person that you can be and you don't have to worry about um, these sorts of things. Totally, yeah, like I did not, uh, end up in in very many like like it's not even that i didn't have sex in this era right then it was that i didn't end up in like situations where like there was like you know sexual tension or or whatever between me and people at least not in any right way that way that, that would get acknowledged right that makes a lot of sense. And so does this last throughout the entirety of your undergrad or is it just like sort of like a year or two or um yeah, I gradually m- move away from it as I get like towards uh senior year. I mean, I think that was a couple things like towards uh it was a small school, so like and on people like there were like I don't know, people were much more comfortable with each other as friends and there was an establishing and there wasn't just like a bunch of like weird heterosexual like like expectations on all like interactions you know does that make sense yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah i mean the other thing the other thing was that like these boys like not they didn't treat me that great like it was kind of the thing where they were all like very sweet one-on-one but then like when it was more than like two or three of them like i was i was the one that was that was different you know was that sort of like for gender sex reasons or yeah i mean i think so I, I, uh it wasn't i mean like... it's always right it's always hard to tell yeah it wasn't like that in any overt way but like there was definitely there were definitely some like male bonding rituals that I didn't participate in, you know, things like that. Like I didn't I didn't play video games for one thing. I I feel like that like set me apart from from 
boys for like uh, a lot of my childhood and adolescence, actually. Okay, interesting. Why did you not? Did you have a reason for not doing that? Did you just not enjoy it? Um, not yeah. Yeah, I mean, my parents like didn't want to buy like a a console or whatever, and I never pushed for it that hard. Uh, uh, but I'd like end up, you know, like I'd I'd go over to to another boy's house and watch them play some of the time or or whatever. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that was that was for one male. Uh, bonding ritual that I didn't participate in <laughs> in that house. Interesting. Right. Okay. Huh. And so you sort of um, drift away and from so, towards your towards your senior year. Yeah. There was one summer where uh I stayed on campus and and there was a very small number of people that were still there. And I was the one from the house, so I was the plug. And so I had, like, the acid coming for me, and I was doing it, like, like most days. And I just, sorry, had a lot of time for, like, introspection and, like, you know, stuff like that. And, 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 and it came to the conclusion over the course summer <laughs> after having all this and, and like having you know some intense psychedelic experiences that were very like like inward looking and all that i did the conclusion was sexual <laughs> i mean i i know many i know many who have <laughs> how, did, how did that how did that realization um affect you did you like come out to people? Did you um, like? Yeah, I I tried to I I got home for a few weeks and I like tried to hook with a guy. It was like kind of kind of weird and awkward. Like <laughs> he called me Bud and I was like, oh, I'm straight now. Actually, thanks. <laughs> oh, uh, I hate that. Oh, but then yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's a good story. <laughs> like, like that was so that was funny. all it took to turn me around at uh, that point. <laughs> but yeah, I um, so I came out to a few friends, uh, uh, and I tried to to like put you know some of my gender feelings onto that and. And and that could that helped me feel a little bit like you know not like other boys or whatever. Um, um, so yeah, I do think to, to rewind a little bit. The the when I figured it out, it had a lot to do with uh, uh, um, like identi- like the the do I him, do I want to be him? Like, am I envious of like how like easily? he's like carrying himself like with uh as a, a a man or whatever and like i would like that sort of ease or whatever is i guess how i uh rationed it ra- rationalized it to myself but like the moment where i could deny that i was experiencing attraction was like was uh, uh 
uh, I saw a guy that I didn't, I felt like I had nothing in common with, like, didn't want to be like him. He looked like a, like a stupid fucking idiot. And I just, I wanted to suck his dick really bad. Oh, yeah. Like, Hell yeah. the disidentification was, was necessary for me to be like, oh, like, that's, that's just sexual attraction that I'm experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I get that. I, I get that, right? Because, like, I tried to, like, I, like, tried to, like, you know, like, I, I talked about this on, like, the last week's episode, like, right, like, when I tried to, like, grow facial hair, and I was just like, oh, wait, this fucking sucks, I hate this on me. But then I was confused, because I, like, looked at <laughs> Freddie Mercury, and I'm like, oh, Freddie, oh, Freddie, that mustache, oh. Um, <laughs> and it's like, no, it's because you're a fucking woman, dumbass, like... <laughs> Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. And and so so that's like sort of like faci- that's sort of facilitated by, I don't know. Like how how did you how did you feel like the drug use was like sort of like um. How was it like impacting your thought patterns? I feel like when you like one of the interesting things about drugs, right? I like try to think about like what drugs are, like what they do, and like the way I kind of think about them at this point is like they're a tool for forcing yourself to think differently than you might normally does that make sense i would agree with that definitely and like i think how 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 do you you think that your drug use was like changing the way that you thought or what what were you going to say And and um, and then you can answer that question no, I, I I was gonna answer that question basically. Uh, oh, okay. All right. I think I have. <laughs> I feel like we're doing that a lot. I think I, think I have lag. I have lag. I think so. It's we're talking over okay. each other. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. So yeah, I think that with uh with like doing acid all the time in particular, it uh it put me more in tune with like with like my body and like bodily like impulses like like if you're on acid and you like and you like feel panic like in your chest like there's no ignore like you have to you have to figure out a way to like like make yourself feel different you can't just sit down and or or, or like not even feel different I, I became like very uh, much more uh attuned to like my own emotions i guess but just by like because it, it put me yeah a little more in touch with my body i think and i think that was yeah also part of realizing that i was bisexual that like that i i uh yeah i f- felt uh uh sexual urges towards it's men in a very in a visceral way. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes so a lot that, of sense. That brings me to uh another like m- moment <laughs> in, in my drug history. Was around this time I started uh something that I continued for like few years actually, which is I would take a a, a whole bunch of acid and I would shave my my head at the end of the trip. 
Okay. Like to get all the hair off. Yeah. And I, I, I've, I, I have, I have shaved a friend's head while on acid before, so I, I understand this. Oh, that's great. I was like evangelical about it, and I've never gotten anyone else to do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I was just like, wow, this is great. Everyone should. I, I don't know. I didn't realize that <laughs> that it might be uh, an impulse that was specific to me and some shit I was trying to work out, you know? Uh, no, I mean, it's the, interesting. Yeah, the line I would go is, like, yeah, I would say, you feel like a snake that shed your skin. <laughs> <laughs> that rolls. That rolls. <laughs> No, I get it. I mean, yeah, I, when I was an undergrad, and, I wasn't doing like a lot of drugs during this era. Well, I was, but not really related to this. I was, I was shaving my head a lot because um, I liked the feeling. Um, right, it made me. And I also like feel like very vulnerable and like and in my yeah. body. You know, when you feel like yeah. you, you, I think your head's very like heat sensitive or something. So like really like yeah. the breeze on it. You know, you feel those. I also found that I, like, weirdly looked, like, a little bit more feminine with a shaved head than I did with hair at that point in my life, at least with, like, short hair. Um, oh, interesting. And, like, I wish and, like, I wanted of, like, that for, like... I, yeah. I, it was, like, in, like, a sort of, like... Like, I knew like, I who shaved their head. Yeah, that was... Right. I had a lot of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, that were women with shaved heads, and I was always, like, that's the way to go that's like a cool that's a cool thing like women more women yeah. should shave their head this is the thing i still believe i'm i'm not going to shave my head because i'm, I'm probably um, gonna do it again at some point yeah i really um, yeah i really um i really support it um i I'm not going to do it for myself, at least not at this point. I've thought about it, but my girlfriend likes my hair too much. And I would, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to do that to her. I don't want to take that away from her. Um, yeah, I, but, uh, I probably am going to wait till I get like some, some work done. So I, so I can do it and still maybe get the channel she her, you know? <laughs> But I yeah. think I want to try it again at some point, not in the near future. No, that makes sense. I feel that. Um, you can also always, like, get a wig if it, like, doesn't work out or you're feeling bad about it. Um, right. Yeah, but at the time, uh, I, I was definitely, like, I knew I was I was envious of women with shaved heads. And uh, what I tried to, like... I, like you ever try to like make a nickname stick for yourself i tried to get people to make fun of me for being like uh like britney spears when she had her breakdown but they all went for neo-nazi <laughs> i'm sorry i shouldn't laugh at that as far as <laughs> no i it's pretty funny honestly, honestly like same with the britney spears thing i really related to her i mean <laughs> I was like, this is just like my version of this. Don't worry about it. Um, but then, um, yeah. yeah, no, nobody yeah. picked that one up and 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 went anywhere with it. Oh, though just... it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
That's so funny. Um, um, so, oh, yeah, just another, like, I guess there's a way of talking about drugs that's like boring, you know, of just like talking about times that you got high or whatever. Nonetheless, I, I yeah. have one of those from, from like the, 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 the uh, ketamine era, which is like when we were, uh, uh, we were all like very insert and, and we would write like crazy, like chalk shit on the wall of, of this house, like all over, like they were totally like densely covered. And like a lot of it was like weird, like meme stuff. And a lot of it was like sexual aggression directed at each other They're like this, this is the house that people would come into to buy drugs and, and wait when and you say like, this is ketamine era do you mean ketamine proper or do you mean the mxc stuff that you were or mxc i used sorry i ketamine half the time to people so i didn't have to explain it because <laughs> i think yeah, no, I mean, that makes it was sense. very similar but yeah yeah that, that makes a lot of sense was, yeah so like um, so there's like a lot of like the energy in this house is like fucked vibes and like people knew that they stayed foot in it right and they would like stay away yeah, uh, from us on that base <laughs> and <laughs> and so like I would and we had a lot of like like contempt and disgust for people on campus like and I part like there's a lot of uh. Like like archetypes of people that I run into now, and I still think of them as being like someone that I knew back, you know. But like back then, I I yeah. during like the yeah the the MX era, I like felt it really viscerally. Like I didn't really want to talk to people outside of my like friends that were not treating me very good, anyways. And there was just one day that I remember um, being like outside. I had gone down to the it was even the mailbox or something, and I just remember being just overcome by this, by this disgust of everyone around me that I was seeing and all that, and like feeling, feeling like they felt that way about me, and just having a lot of contempt for just like, like radiating outward from me in every direction. And then at one point, I realized that it's not totally just in my head; like everyone is staring at me right now. And I look down, and I realize I've just done a bump of MXC using a big ass hunting knife in public. <laughs> like this, this uh, uh, probably the peak of of that for me. <laughs> oh my god! Like I didn't even realize I was doing it. <laughs> so yeah, That's I think so it's funny. I've taken like like my personality has taken some time to recover from this era <laughs> yeah that's sort of like intense like antisociality that goes along with it is you have to kind of re yeah. rehabilitate yourself a little bit you have to give yourself a little bit of time yeah, yeah. oh my god <laughs> oh my god so <laughs> So 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 you sort of you start to move away from this by like senior year. 
Um, right. Yeah. Is I, I I assume you're sort of like your social estrangement and your drug use, your social estrangement from these people and your drug use kind of followed like similar patterns or. Yeah, I mean, I was still doing way more psychedelics than like the average person when I had like a a normal social life by like you know at the end of college and the first few years after but like but yeah it wasn't in quite the same way i also like just something else is that from being a teenager up till the point of tradition i was a blackout drunk uh but i never really thought of alcohol as being like my uh it was never my substance of choice just whenever I drink, I would black out. Uh, huh. and, yeah, and that was the case even through this era. Okay. Okay. And so that wasn't great. Um, but yeah, at this point, I'm like getting into more like, you know, it's no longer a totally homosexual friend group. I was like living with men and all that, and they and they still did drugs sometimes and all that. So. Yeah, okay. I was I was become slightly more <laughs> social, I guess. And this is also when I I start questioning my gender more explicitly is like at the end of college. Um yeah. And it comes That's like also <laughs> I had my first serious girlfriend. Uh, uh so I I don't know. That probably had more to do with me not being like in that drug scenario anymore than it did with uh like then the the coinciding of questioning the gender like i don't know i definitely experienced yeah. them together uh and it yeah okay. first came to me as like i would find myself in idleness coming up with reasons i'm not trans <laughs> okay like before it even occurred to me way you know i'd be like well uh, of course i'm not like fully like you know a woman gonna go on estrogen whole nine yards but there's definitely like 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 i want i want want something more than than uh than what i got going on right now like i didn't think of but yeah and so so by this time i'm like i stopped thinking of myself as uh being like as like failing at manhood or uh masculinity or whatever or like by the end of senior year and the next few years after i felt like i was really starting to get like all i could out of this gender and there were parts of it you know that i enjoyed and and you know towards the end of that i was people were calling me they them and i had like partners that would like you know support me through gender nonconformity, and i just felt like I was, it's, uh, it was part of, uh, the, the way I was able to make the decision with, I really felt like I was not failing at being a man. I was, I was getting all out of it that I could, and it, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Okay. And so you're getting all that you can out of this, and it's still, it's still not good. It's still, it's still bad. Right. 
Yeah. I'm maybe getting ahead of myself uh, there. Yeah. Well, okay. So so then let's rewind. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to, to think of like which what's like relevant here because so I I like graduate college and this is uh it's when I first get politicized really and uh and I think yeah. that, that this was definitely uh like a gender experience for me like there was a number of non gender related things that that went into politicizing me it was near uh i moved to baltimore right after the freddie gray riots um, um i started like really working full-time and i hated it and i saw like a, a move around me of like anarchists and shit that were doing something like i i joined uh baltimore iww and all that and part of part of the reason i gravitated there so strongly um was that I, I think a sort of semi-conscious uh, 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 knowledge that this was that it was a more accepting like gender environment I guess um, like like there would be you know like people in anarchist circles like at this point would pick up on my vibes and they them me right when none of my none of my friends from college right. did that and so. Like I knew that felt really good, and I wanted to be around them. Uh, and that was okay. that was a big part of like, yeah, both me getting politicized and me transitioning. I think that makes a lot of sense. Okay, that was actually a a question I wanted to ask was yeah, like how the, your sort of political politicization came about because it seems like it's something that's very important in your. Um, in your life now and in the way that you live your life now, I I sort of Yeah, for sure. Um assume and or now. Um so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so so Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. We, we we keep interrupting one another. Okay. Um. And so, how do you how do you sort of think about your drug use? I don't know. Like, how how does it sort of fit uh, in in retrospect, or or sort of what do you think uh, about it now? Uh, I mean, like, uh, how is it how is it a part of your life now? You said earlier, like, you sort of just like sometimes if you don't have much to de- to do, you'll just like sort of take like a light acid trip, but. Yeah, um, I maybe smoke a little more weed than I should, you know, but but, but mostly transition really re- a lot of my desire to do shitloads of drugs like I used to. Um, um, though I did have like like even at this point in my life where I'm doing the the shaving the head and I'm I'm getting politicized, I'm still like like uh uh doing a lot of um, I yeah. I mean, I'm, at this point, I'm drinking a ton, but like, I'm, I'm still doing acid very regularly and having weird, weird 
experiences about like you know my uh embodiment and and my like place in the world and all that and like thinking about that and uh there was a moment the the closest i came to like doing a bunch of acid and like having like a like a gender affinity or whatever which is something that i i unconsciously was trying to these psychedelics for is to figure out something about myself like i didn't know what it was there was definitely oh there were there were actually two uh moments that that i should bring up one came before um it was i had started i had a partner who was queer sort of like she uh was is like she trap before she met me i'll put it that way she dates mostly men still but <laughs> okay um and, okay. and like we love I, her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's great she's she's maybe my favorite ex uh <laughs> nice but <laughs> so we like early on we uh went to she was friends with a burner crowd and and we went okay. to a wedding with the, the two of them that was just like like in a park you know uh and and a lot of people there had like acid and molly and shit as uh first and so i t- took a like a candy flip. i think we both did at the t- time and so it was like it was like a new relationship you know we were at a wedding we were doing like it was it was a very you know in- intimate uh experience and and then later in the date uh she it was it was it was her idea ties me up and tries to do like not not like sissy hypno but like like forced feminization stuff um and i felt it like i knew i had some like real wrong feelings about this but i but i didn't like it uh and i like asked her to to stop like we tried it a bit and it didn't work for me um and i tried to like work through some of the feelings with like while we're still and like very intensely like dealing with feelings for each other too but i ended up saying that like when i like the uh, my my desire for femininity doesn't have like much to do with this like sense of like the humiliation that goes along with like this sort of scene and uh and i want to be yeah. like like more control in more control over it and and things like that and uh and i didn't you know that wasn't me saying like i'm gonna transition now or anything like that but it's like you know she she they then me for the rest of that relationship said partner instead of boyfriend stuff like that and so that was nice and that was something that i like really i don't think i would would have like made that much uh progress in my gender journey were it not for like having a really, really intense experience in a moment where i was very attuned to my bodily desires and all that um so okay that's one minute. and then i had another that was like three days before I like made the decision. Or it was a couple days where it was like I took acid 
and I I shaved my head, and I went to like a techno night, and I and I danced all night. It was it was I again the the uh, these put me in tune with uh, bodily my bodily desires in a in a variety of situations where that could like add up to to uh, understanding you know that I I wanted to transition. It never was an epiphany. But like I went out dancing, I was very much like, uh, yeah, I was watching people. I was paying attention to clothes a lot. I had sort of realized that uh, that I had come out there in, in clothes that really restricted my body movement. And I was like looking at people of like, you know, a variety of genders that came out in skirts and were, they were, you know, doing dress go spinny at the technical show. And I, and I was like, Deciding that it, that like, no, I was gonna wear a dress or something out then. Um, and, but the thing that made me finally make the decision for real was a couple days after that. I I looked at my shaved head more closely, and I saw that my my hairline had receded like a fraction of an inch. And I was like, all right, I'm going on hormones tomorrow. <laughs> Were you able to do it that quickly? <laughs> No, I, I, I mean, it, it still took a while to like, you know, I came out to some people and I, it, you know, it was, a, there was still a process that took almost yeah. a year after that point, actually. But I, but I knew like I'm trans, I got to transition like pretty solidly at that point. Okay. <laughs> Fair. I think okay. I remember nice. the, at the techno night. I remember writing uh, in the on the wall in the in the gender bathroom using those tight jeans <laughs> and and being really impressed with myself for for doing that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that rolls. That rolls. Oh, I love that. <laughs> hmm. Oh uh, yeah, I feel like that the my drug moments that I mainly want to, I think, in terms of yeah, specific things like that. <laughs> no, that's really good. I really like that. Yeah, it's. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's I I think that the sort of question about like. I don't know. I I I want to have more to say about it, but I feel like I don't right now. This sort of like what I said earlier, like. Um, the idea of drugs as like a way of choosing to think differently, um, of forcing yourself to have different thoughts than you would have otherwise, um, is revealing in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it's interesting the way that it sort of extends past the experience itself because thought is this sort of like, um, it's this like kind of like thing that just kind of like continually writing itself. Um, yeah, and I think it's it's not just thought, you know. It's it's also a different way of like being in the world and being in your body and and, and all of that, which is of course not unrelated. But yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. All right. Mm -hmm. 
Well, mm. we're at about the hour mark, which is what we like to keep this to, I believe. So I don't know. Okay. Do we have any, like, I guess we kind of just did the, the closing thoughts. Um, do we have any more closing thoughts? Um, I think that I definitely like want to think more about like uh uh the yeah, yeah me being uh, uh politicized and a and a communist and whatnot and uh how that uh, uh impacted yeah my transition I forget that I really loved that interview you did I think in the femboy series uh uh they were like like 19 six months hormones and like talking about the revolution a lot like i i feel that very francis uh francis yeah yeah definitely yeah that one made me smile for sure because like i it took me a while after realizing that uh i want that i wanted to to transition to actually get myself to like make the decision to do it and i think it came along with other decisions about like what kind of life i wanted to you know that that included very much being you know uh, a communist in a way that gets me like you know ineligible for certain types of jobs and like i had to to leave like the the grad school environment full of like like straight liberals that i was surrounded by all that and it was very much like i feel like my a lot of my uh uh decision to to like live very committed life like came at the same time you know yeah i definitely understand and, that and and yeah oh and and something that that uh that i did want to get to is that that's part of like why I don't identify with like DeAndrea Longchuse anymore? Is I see like transition now in retrospect as being very much like the the foundation of like more development. Like I feel much more responsible for like myself in the world and like in my relationships and all that. Like I have a more solid like like sense of self, and it helps me like. Yeah, feel like you know, and and uh, a, a, like I have some sort of more agency, and I, I think I'm a, a better friend, and and all of that because of uh, because of development. It's very much not about you know this this aesthetic rejection of like a male world or for me anymore or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that. Um, yeah, I should, I should, I should do a communism block. I should do a communism block. I feel like that would be good. I feel like that would be fun. I feel like it would be. Yeah. I don't know. I need to find. <laughs> I I heard about there. There was like some um, some like group in like Seattle or somewhere that like published a self criticism because like all of their members were trans and they were like, this just makes us look subcultural and that's that's bad for the revolution or something. <laughs> and I want to talk, I want to talk to this. That... I want to read that. I want to like, I want to talk about that with like the, the sissy caucus shit. I want to. 
Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I feel like um, I had at least another thing, but forgetting it. I'll, I'm sure I'll remember as soon as we get off the air. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, we'll 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 have you back for a um for a for a round table at least of of some sort. Ah, oh, great. Um, great. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining okay. us today, Nina. Yeah. And thank you to the listeners thank for tuning in. Thank you so in. much for having me on the pod. I'm interrupting yeah, you again, it's even delayed. in the close out. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> As always, you can check us out on Twitter. Follow at when a guy has. Um, you can also donate to the Kofi link or my surgery GoFundMe, assuming that this episode comes out before surgery. It might come out after. Um, in which case, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, we're also doing a listener mail episode. You can send DMs to the Twitter account at when a guy has or email us um, when a guy has at gmail.com. You can also, um, there's a link you can find it on the Twitter account where you can send in voice messages to the, um, the, the platform that I use to publish the podcast, Anchor. And then I can integrate those voice messages into the podcast very easily um, for this my my listener mail episode that I want to do um and yeah that's that's it for the day we're done hooray <laughs>